3: All right, Rob, uh, last night, closeout game, Miami Heat in Philadelphia, and they win 99-90 to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Philadelphia 76ers' season ends unceremoniously in six games. And I believe uh, while there's blame to go all around, uh, Joel Embiid wasn't great, but he was playing through some injuries. Doc Rivers wasn't great, but he can't get out there on the floor and – shoot or pass or do anything like that. Tyrese Maxey wasn't great, but he's 21 years old. And uh, he's in his second year. I'm not blaming him. Plus, he was better than uh, the superstar, uh, the second superstar. And um, that's why, Rob, the biggest slice of the blame pie as to why the Sixers season is over is James Harden. James Harden, Rob, had 11 points. Uh, Nine assists, which is not bad, obviously. But four turnovers and four for nine shooting. And get this, in the second half, Rob, he took two shots. One in the third quarter, a three. One in the fourth quarter, a three. And that's it. Ben Simmons was jettisoned because he wouldn't shoot the ball in the fourth quarter or the second half. And here you go with a four, a three-time scoring champion who all of a sudden, a guy that's averaged 30 or more points three or four times in his career, taking two shots in the half, and then got the nerve to sit up there on the podium and when they ask him why, say, well, the ball, you know, we ran offense and the ball didn't get back you. got the ball in your hands all the time. What are you talking about? Just a, just a sorry state of affairs. And, Rob, it was ugly. Uh, James Harden, we talked about it. It was the question mark. What's he going to do when the going gets tough, when your back's against the wall, when there's pressure on, And we saw it last night. Nothing. Almost literally nothing. I'm not totally shocked
2: because we talked about it, Chris. He sprinkled in a good game or two in the postseason, but it's been dismal. After those first five games in Philadelphia, go back and read the stories. Those writers and people who were like you know you remember the conversation about them being the best tandem since well, uh, the Shaq five, and Kobe first
3: 5 games it looked great but no yeah, i know right. but least i'm just saying not
2: that far but some people did right but you remember that that was a comp, that was a real conversation yeah and he's just not the same guy and even Joel Embiid admitted that in the post uh post game chris saying he's not that guy who was in Houston he looks more to be a facilitator and whatnot, which is ridiculous, and you can't win. I don't care what the – you just said it. A, you have the ball. B, you know you can't win if you only take two shots in the second half, Chris. I don't care what Joel Embiid does. It, it's ridiculous. It's almost like you want to believe that he wasn't shooting in protest because it couldn't just been – the, the flow of the game. You know well, what I you mean? You went like, there. You went there. I, I friend, had to say our it. Our good
3: friend, Stephen A. Smith, Rob, and to be honest, he was joined by Omari Stoudemire and Kendrick Perkins, two former players, and Stoudemire obviously was a great one. Um, they, they all said they think he did it in protest. Uh, they Chris, think he quit on Doc Rivers. Do you – I'm not willing to go that far, but it is – you got you to gotta purposely only take two shots. I will say but that.
2: that's what I'm saying, Chris. That's not the flow of the off. I'm sorry. And – and and. So and you think I say, he did
3: that? I, they I just, think he did it to get rid of Doc Rivers, which isn't happening, but
2: – Yeah, Doc's coming back. I don't think yeah. that that was the reason. But I, But I just – there was something amiss there. There's something that doesn't make sense. When you do that as a player of his caliber, we always talk about it. One of Kobe's worst moments, Chris, was in
3: that playoff
2: series in the game seven against the Suns. You remember? Right.
3: And I still think, if I'm not mistaken, even when he was purposely like not shooting, didn't he still take three shots? Yeah. I think in he, the second right. half. I it might
2: have been. But yeah. you remember that? I'm just when saying quit, that was yeah, a low moment when he played oh, that's hot potato. Moment. Yep. As soon as the ball came, then he just passed it to somebody else. Because he was criticized about Game Six when Shoot he took me. forty or fifty shots. Right. I don't re- remember what it was. Right? He took just like forty throughout shots. The
3: series, yeah. He was, yeah. He like got a ball criticized. Home. Yeah,
2: yeah. And yeah. and I'm just saying, this taking two shots in an elimination game in the second half is just not. You cannot comprehend. None of it makes sense. You can't accept it. What are you doing? Go get the ball if you claim the ball's not in your hand. Chris, guys who want the ball. No, I know, but I'm saying if he's saying he don't have the ball, if you're that guy, you go and go get the ball. I've seen Jordan. I've seen people do it. Where where the ball's not getting to you, they go right to where the ball is. Give
3: give me the ball. Give me the ball. No doubt. I mean, so, okay, so let's move on to the next phase. What do you do if you're Philly? What do you do? Now, he can opt in, and there's nothing you can do about that, and obviously you can try to trade him. But here's what I would do if I'm running the Sixers route, as far as James Harden. I would, uh, if he opts in, then, you know, we'll bring him back. Now, I'll be open to some trades, but I'm not, like, just going to be like, I got to get rid of him. But if a good deal comes my way, sure. I'll move him. I'll look for some trades. I I wouldn't shop him. But I would be like, well, let's see what's out there. If we see something we like, I'll move him. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be completely opposed to bringing him back for the one year. If he opts out in hopes of getting a big deal, see ya. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not giving him a long-term deal. Uh, it'd be similar to Kyrie Irving. There's no, th- Rob, the teams with cap room out there, Detroit, San Antonio, Indiana, uh, Portland, and Orlando. So he ain't just notion he'll just walk for free. It, where? He's right. not going to any of those places. And then, so then you're talking about a sign and trade. So if he opts out, I can either sign and trade him and maybe I get something good. Or, I mean, he's got no leverage. So I, I think he'll opt in and play next year on the one deal. And look, he'll be in a contract year. You would think he's going to come out and play as best he can at this point in his career, which I still think will be pretty good if he's, if he really tries to play well, but that would be my approach if I'm the Sixers.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's one of those tricky, definitely no extension. Okay. Right. You'll take him back. None at all. No, and, and let's see him play through this year. And if he balls out, Chris and plays well, then we got, we've got an extension. You just can't let the guy totally walk uh, for nothing, but, but you got it, but you can't give him anything now. And you gotta wait to see. Uh, this was just ugly. It wound up being uglier than we ever could have imagined. I thought last night. Um, not only did the Heat win, I thought the Nets won last night too. Cause I did.
3: Well, uh, I, I still, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what Ben Simmons oh, does. No, You're right. I, I'm I mean, just you saying, would, if, if Simmons' mind is right. It doesn't look bad. But I wonder, Rob, with Kyrie there. Cause I look, I agree with MB that Harden's not the Houston guy. The reason well, but, he was. But what, that's what I okay. mean by that's what
2: I mean by Brooklyn is like you weren't getting that guy. It looks like he's not that guy anymore. But I, I, I don't need I, that guy. But I, I don't think you, Brooklyn needed that guy. Yeah. I, I I but I do I do think what you call Simmons fits in with what they're doing if you have two shooters like Like they have. That's all I'm saying. No,
3: if he's together and that's an if, then it could work. But I think – see, I even think – I agree with Embiid. He's not that Houston Harden. But that Houston Harden was like 36 points a game one year, 34, 30 points. I don't need that when I got Embiid. I needed 20-something points, aggressive play, and playmaking. Harden has the skills – and the basketball IQ, even as he's lost a little bit, to know how to balance playmaking and getting everybody involved and getting mine. He, Rob, you know he can do that if he wants. He did it last year with Kyrie, right? When we, we were raving about him. He wasn't shooting a lot. He was just running offense, giving you 24 a night, looking great. He could do that now, even if he's not. As the same player or as athletic as he once was. And, Rob, you heard him, too, probably in the postgame, put it on the hamstring. My goodness. This is the hamstring injury from hell. I right, have never that was seen two a hamstring years ago. injury like, like <laughs>
1: no, this. It's I'm,
3: bad. I mean, my goodness. I'm not trying to downplay ha- hamstrings, but this has been like a year and a half. Come right. on.
2: That was in the God. first 10 seconds, 20 seconds, Chris of, of game one a year ago. Yeah, this is about
3: what, the 13 months, I guess, something uh-huh. like that.
4: Uh-huh. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Are you ready? Hope you can
5: take the heat like LeBron. Ah!
4: We're going big. It's go time. It's Broussard's Fab Five. All right. uh,
3: We talked about it. If Chris Paul doesn't wake up and his sons don't take care of business Sunday in Game 7 against Dallas, he will be, I I don't know if he's the only player, but probably the only player, to ever give up five 2-0 leads in the playoffs that got me to thinking, what are the five biggest playoff collapses, you know, for a series? Not one game, but for a series. And that's what I came up with for this week's Fab Five.
4: Number five
3: 2020. L.A. Clippers up 3 1 on the Denver Nuggets. Clippers got Kawhi. Clippers got Paul George. Clippers thought to be the best team in the league. Uh oh. They choke. Doc Rivers the coach, Kawhi PG-3 get done in by Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray losing the last three games to go home meekly.
4: Number four.
3: 2016 Western Conference Final. Rob Parker likes to talk about the finals. How about the conference finals? Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook up 3-1 on the 73-win Golden State Warriors. It's looking good. And all of a sudden, Durant and Westbrook play terribly, shoot terribly, and Clay and Steph go berserk. They win the next three games to take the series. That series, that's on here because it changed history. If if OKC wins that series, I don't know. I mean, we don't know if they beat Cleveland in the finals or not. But win or lose the finals. Does Kevin Durant leave after getting to the finals? Does he go to Golden State? I'm thinking not. And so maybe history was changed. All right.
4: Number three.
3: 2006 NBA Finals. Dallas. Look, no team in Finals history has ever blown a 3-0 lead. Dallas was like, I mean, Miami was six minutes. No, Dallas, I'm sorry, was six minutes away from taking a 3-0 lead. I covered that series for ESPN. They were up 2-0. And in game three with six minutes left, I believe they were up 13 They lost the game, blew it, and then lose the next three and give up the series in six. Dwayne Wade, phenomenal with Shaq in that series.
4: Number two.
3: This one still hurts me because my favorite player as a youngster was Dr. J, and he enters the league first year in the NBA from the ABA, two championships there. And his Sixers go up 2-0 over the trailblazers of Portland and Bill Walton and then proceed to lose the next four games. And Portland was the youngest finals team in history. And they gave it up to him. If Dr. J and the Sixers win that series, I think as great as his legacy already is, it's even greater with that win.
4: Number one.
3: All right. I think you know this one. Let's go to 2016. Golden State Warriors best regular season team in history with 73 wins. Up 3-1 on LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love, et al. And uh, they blow it. In Golden State for Game 5, Draymond Green suspended, gives the Cavs some momentum, but still, they had Game 6. They had Game 7 on their home floor, and they couldn't get it done. Golden State Warriors, only team in the NBA Finals, as Rob reminds you often, to blow a 3-1 lead in the finals. Those are your five biggest playoff series collapses in history, according to yours truly, Chris Broussard.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
3: Doc Rivers, a lot of people, Rob, and around the league thought he was his job was in jeopardy. I mean, there was even so much so that there was speculation, legitimate reporting, I should say, that the Lakers were interested. And then there was speculation that Doc was interested in the Lakers. That's how much people thought he was gone if they lost prematurely, which they did in the second round and uh, Doc was asked about it yes now quickly let me say Daryl Morey the GM came out today and said Doc is going to be back next year as their head coach so that's squashed but Doc was asked about it yesterday after the game before Morey you know gave him the vote of confidence and here's what he said
6: I don't worry about my job Howard I think I do a, a terrific job and if you don't then you should write it because I worked my butt off to get this team here when I first got here no one picked us to be anywhere uh, and again, this year, the same thing. So if that's how anyone feels, write it, and I, I'm going to feel secure about it. Well, the results face business. It is, I but you don't me. do it every year. Uh, every time you're wrong, should you lose your job? Whoop. No. So <laughs> uh, it's the same Whoop. thing, all right? But it, listen, if you believe that, then go with it. I know, how, I know what I did this year, and I feel very good about that. But again, if you believe that, Howard, then you just run with it.
2: Go ahead, Rob. You know, just write it. You know that's what they say, Chris. Just write it. Hey. Yep. yep. And you could write it, and if you want to, Doc sounds very, very defensive. He does. Um. And to say that nobody picked him for anything, I don't know about that. I don't. No, I know
3: about that. Nobody. That's picked a him, lie. Right. Who? Bruh, that, <laughs> that's what of 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 everything Doc said, and I don't. Nobody I picked get, him for anything. I get defending yourself. Now, I don't think you come out and say, I think I did a terrific job. You lost to Atlanta, which is just a bad team, last year. And this year you you went out to a team. Yeah, we can give Miami all the love we want, Rob. The fact is this. They started Max Struess and Gabe Vincent at guards. Who? Precisely. Two undrafted young guards. And you lost to them in six on your home floor. So, I don't think you need to say you did a terrific job. I do think you can say, "Hey, look, I'm proud of the job I did. I'll put it up against anybody's, and if you want to, you don't think so, then you're right. Like I think you can say it like that. No, you can, and defend you can. yourself. But Rob, the thing I hated the most that Doc said." was no one expect Rob, can I hear that again? Because it's it, no one expected anything when I got here. Just that part. Yeah, that's what I don't really know if sad. you can just get that part, right? I
6: don't worry about my job, Howard. I think I do a, a terrific job, and if you don't, then you should write it because I worked my butt off to get this team here. When I first got here, no one picked us to be anywhere.
3: No one picked us to Rob, be anywhere. Let me, let me put out the facts because Doc said a couple weeks ago, I wish you'd tell the whole story. And I said at the time, Doc is playing fast and loose with the truth, Rob. <laughs> and he is. Because here's the deal. We all knew. You didn't even have to be an NBA insider, uh, 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 an avid NBA fan. You could be a casual and think Doc Rivers was hired to bring them a championship. Because they had been to the second round of the playoffs two Of the previous three seasons, they had a bona fide superstar in Joel Embiid. They had a bona fide perennial all star in Ben Simmons. And they had a near max player in Tobias Harris. What do you mean nobody was expecting anything? Rob, wasn't it? And you and I didn't like the hire because we're like, the only step up is a championship. They're supposed to win a championship, and Doc hasn't proven in a decade plus that he's that guy. So that's all. Look, I just don't like Doc. I'm cool with Doc defending himself, Rob. We get defensive when you're under the gun and under a barrage, and he has been for the past three weeks. But don't just flat out tell us lies.
2: That's all I'm saying. No, and and that's fair because to say like as if he joined a team that he was rebuilding. Right. He's the one who made the case that Embiid was the MVP and you expected to lose to the Heat at home in that fashion? No, I don't think that that's where, what you really thought. Chris, we thought after Brooklyn got knocked out and the way it played out that they might have a chance, right? If yeah. they beat Miami, that they could
3: get in the Eastern Conference Final. That's what we thought. Rob, let's keep it real. On paper, on paper, who's better? Philadelphia's better than. It ain't Miami. even close. It ain't. I mean, it, it ain't even close. I'm it's not even was Jimmy Butler an MVP candidate. Nope was Bam out of Bayou even. I mean, come on. Kyle Lowry's old, and he was hurt for four of the games anyway. On paper, it ain't close. So it came down to culture and coaching and guys having the heart to step up. So, look, now, so let's get to this. They're they're keeping Doc. You and I, I'll speak for myself. I didn't think he was the right guy to hire in the first place a couple years ago. I I just thought I, it was it was too too soon after the debacle yeah, with the Clippers. Right. That, it, it
2: not that he should never talk. coach again, Chris, no. but it that's was a too great soon. Point.
3: Because that's a great point. Because if Doc had sat out and say broadcasted these last two years. Yep. And Philly goes out the way they did last night, and then they hired Doc Rivers, I would be like, okay. I would I really wouldn't I kill it. it. Right. Doc's I not like it. a horrible coach. Right. Like I and he you're right. He's had championship pedigree, at least the one. I'm with you. Um, I'm not going to kill the decision to keep him. Obviously, MB was banged up. Obviously, you brought Harden in, you know, at the deadline. I- I'm not killing the decision. I probably would have moved on. I might look at a, a Nick Nurse. Um, maybe even a promotion of a Sam Cassell who's an assistant on that staff. And, or and Darvin he's been doing for years, Chris, right. looking for an opportunity. Right. Like a new culture. I mean, we saw a ride with Ty Lue in yeah. the – the, uh, and the uh, Clippers. So, maybe somebody just to bring a different voice, a new culture. But I'm not going to kill it. Um, you know, give him a year. We'll see what he does. They, they, they owe him a lot of money. So, you know, see what he does next year. But th- those are kind of my thoughts on it, Rob.
2: Yeah, I- I'm with you. Doc sounds very defensive. I get it. Um, because things haven't gone well for him for a while now. Right. And I'm not, this wasn't a, you know, even Chris, you remember when they were up on Toronto and then were looking like they might choke that 3 0 yep. lead. You remember yep. that? Yep. And he was talking about rewriting history and, Tell the whole story. The Pistons won the championship.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. die. right? right. They did. All right. He just—he just totally threw his entire roster under the bus.
2: Right. Like, oh, never mind imagine? that
3: he had the best player in that series, Tracy right. Mcgrady. Tracy Mcgrady was the best player. No doubt right. about. It. And my, and the Pistons had Michael Curry. Like, like right. they on. did. You said that as a joke. They did. Right. He was starting for them. That wasn't the Rasheed Wallace Pistons. All no. right. And and matter of fact,
2: that series didn't turn around. Until Rick Carlisle finally, they replaced uh, Michael Curry with Tayshon Prince. That that was the emergence wow. of Tayshon okay. Prince, and when it turned around. But anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I get they owe him a lot of money. They signed him to a five-year contract, Chris. Nobody wants to pour ketchup on three yep. more years, so they Looking bring him right. back. I, I love that saying, but it's but you know what I mean. Nobody <laughs> yeah. wants to do it, so they're just like, okay, well, we got to come back with them. And then see if they can figure out with James Harden. Right. But if he comes back as the same James Harden we've now seen for more than a year, Chris, and you, I'm, I'm, I give you credit for this one. You called it out even when he was playing for the Nets and having those numbers that got him to the All-Star game. That he still right. was, you know, good enough, but you were like, but he's not playing like himself despite the numbers. And you were right. right. So I, I think that they'll have to give Doc and James Harden another look because they really, you know, one more year and then determine which way
0: they're going. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here.
4: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
0: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, small business success stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success.
4: From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
3: The wait is over. The shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. And the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner